0: Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining and hilarious podcast. If we observe it. We talk about it, anything and everything, anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station and now your host, Tommy Heights.
1: Well, welcome back. I'm glad to have you guys here for this episode. This is going to be an interesting one because... Everything about what I'm going to be talking about has been in the news lately. So today's topic is going to be the rise of AI, also known as artificial intelligence. Main things that we're going to be talking about here is just the change on the world, you know, what's going to be having it will impact the jobs of certain people now that computers can take over, which we were knowing is going to happen at some point or another, but it's going to be more of a reality now in the next coming years. So Artificial intelligence. One of the biggest things that I've seen here is that this is going to make a lot of people's lives oh, a whole lot easier. If you guys have gotten on what's called Chat GPT, you can basically have this thing do just about anything for you if you're able to input the proper uh, queries in to to ask it. Right, like, um, hey, write a song in the form of Biggie Smalls about trees and grass. And it would write something up within like two, three seconds. It's amazing what you can pull off with artificial intelligence. There was even something where I was seeing if you could tell a AI program about like, say, Andy Warhol painting with neon backgrounds and maybe like another artist like to just mesh, mesh it in there, it would literally create a picture based on the artists that you put in there and the background effects and whatnot. It could even have it where AI is creating movies. I, I was seeing it's a little bit pixelated, though. It's really in its infancy right now where it's going uh, to be in the next couple of years. Uh, we won't even recognize it. Pro- it's probably just going to be more and more scary because because the, the whole thing is we don't even have the full effect of what artificial intelligence can help us or hinder us with. A lot of people go, Oh my God, it's going to be taking all these jobs away from people. Good. Because if there's jobs that computers can do quicker, I am all for it. Because there's going to be other jobs that somebody with less skills can start getting courses and starting to garner some more skills to be able to work on the artificial intelligence, maybe to program it, maybe to do other things that can help even make more money than a labor job. This is what's going to help the world out get more efficient. Because I was seeing there was a McDonald's, I think two locations that were fully all automated. Nobody's working in there. And there was a comment, which was kind of funny, about who's going to say the McFlurry machine's broken if there's nobody in there? <laughs> well, you want to see how accurate the orders are, because if you're going to be putting it in and the, the computer's going to be spitting it out to, through a drive through machine, I, I imagine it's pretty accurate, but... Let's just see the times that it takes to do a full order from start to finish versus going to a a regular McDonald's store where you have to be ordered. I like a number four, uh, make it large, you know, all this other stuff, especially if there's food shortages in the back there, like, you know, shortage of fries or something. I wonder if it's like starting to alert that they need to order more fries or order more, you know, X, Y and Z for the McDonald's. I would imagine McDonald's is going to have it where they'll be the ones that start off the trend of having artificial intelligence in their fast food stores. It's going to save these companies lots of money by not having to pay even minimum wage. There's the liabilities of having employees working inside of these establishments because you can have workers comp. Somebody slips. uh, There's somebody that uh, steals from the cash register. I mean, there could be a, a plethora of things that can happen with having employees there. Though when you have a computer, you're going to be pretty damn accurate on what's going to be the orders, how fast it comes outside to the person. You know, there's not going to be really many return orders unless the person most likely inputted it incorrectly, or if there is a glitch. You know, it is what it is. But I feel like once things are worked out, all the the little hiccups are going to be smoothed out within probably you know a year or so with you know Taco Bell, Hardee's, Popeyes there's no reason to have employees inside of there if there's no need for having people to be cooking or doing all that if it's all going to be an automated process. I I feel like the impact on the workforce is going to be where companies are going to be laying off all these fast food workers. And also if you have coding jobs, I don't know if that's going to be affected at all because I was seeing chat GPT, you could have it where put uh, queries of like a uh, specific coding if you're making programs and if there's an error in your code chat gpt literally write the code then correct it for you you copy and paste it and it's perfectly working from there the educational improvement of this will be great if you have tests that students can take which in turn will say okay this is going to be the best course of action for this pupil. And in the same test, you have another person, you have it where this is probably the best uh, classes for them to take if they're going to be going towards this field of uh, studying. Because I feel that a lot of the courses in public school, not so much private school, but in public school, they're just a general cookie cutter where you go in there, here's your math, science, home ec, whatever it is, Okay, well then, you know, figure it, it that everybody doesn't want to do the same stuff. Okay, but if you have it where a test will give you a equation of saying, this is going to be the best classes for someone who wants to be a plumber. This is the best classes for someone who wants to be a chef. A lot of times, I've even spoken to people that have gone to college for a year or two years. They have to pay because, I mean, you've gone through the courses and, the major switch is in the middle of it, and that's a hundred thousand dollar mistake to some of these people. You're paying for something you cannot even utilize in the workforce. Didn't even get the degree, and you're like a hundred grand in debt. You're like, oh, I'm going to switch. Oh, that 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 was just a fail on I think the school systems part because if you're you know going through there as a young person under the age of eighteen, you're really impressionable. Some people might be saying, hey, I'm going to this college. Oh, you're going there. I want to go to college with you and your buddies and whatnot. And that that might be something that an 18-year-old will think to say, Oh, yeah, this is a great idea. I'm gonna to go to college with the same place as my buddies go to. That might not be the best course of action if that school is specifically good for a field like, you know, science or math, and you're trying to become a lawyer. So it's two different things. And a lot of times when I was in high school, They would say, oh, well, I mean, if you go to community college, you're stupid. You're not smart enough to get into regular colleges. Well, now I don't have any student loan debt, so really, who won? (laughs) All it was was a piece of paper. Unless you're going to school for being a doctor or a lawyer, something that you have to have a piece of paper to consist of having a job, a lot of the things that you're learning in, in the colleges is nothing that you can't find online. It's really democratized information on the internet. You just search it up and at this point you can find virtually just about everything. Why why would you have it where you're paying fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year tuition, not even including room and board and all other expenses that come along with being a college student? And you just are like, Yeah, I'm just gonna do this online school. You might not have the whole college socialization experience. I understand that. Maybe that's something that you want to do, but is it really worth that kind of money? I really don't think so, unless, like I said, you're a doctor, a lawyer, or somebody that needs to have a certification so that they can be employed. Uh, another thing would be cars. Electric cars are going to be the new thing here in the next you know, five years, 10 years. Gas cars, I don't really think are going to be a, a thing that's going to keep going because electric cars, even though people say, oh, do you know how those Electric batteries are made. I understand it's probably not the most environmentally friendly way. It's not my you know job to have that fixed, but I understand that. Though if you have electrical cars, some other people are worried about the AI where governments can start hacking into your car and if you have outstanding warrants or something like that that the car will automatically drive you to the police station. I'm not saying that that's far out of reality though, I mean, we have to be making constant improvements in the world if we're just going to keep it where there's no artificial intelligence to help us with certain things without, you know, there has to be good and bad to everything. I understand that there's the conspiracy theorists and then there's things that most likely I could see becoming true. You know, the the whole thing is we need to improve on the world. And the smartphone, when that first came out, was a big improvement. I mean, You have a calculator, phone, you can text, video call, take uh, notes, voice memos. I mean, virtually anything you'd like to do, we can do on our smartphone. Back in the day, you had to have like 100 million different pieces of equipment to do not even half of what a smartphone could do. And trying to explain an iPhone to somebody, I always say like 100 years ago where you can have a piece of metal and plastic that can do anything and you can talk to anybody around the world in seconds. People would send you to a mental asylum. That's not something that would be a normal thing to be talking about 100 years ago. Even having it where it's like a microwave where you can put food in there and you know virtually anything and have it warmed up in a matter of minutes. So many things are, are trying to have it where we push the societal uh, you know, way of thinking forward. Every time you come up with something new, everyone's going to have their own opinion about it. I really have a good feeling about the artificial intelligence. Can it be where the robots start taking over? Who knows? Probably. I mean, for right now, it's not something that I'm worried about, though. It you know, it always can be a possibility, but I can't see it being like Terminator, where you're going down the road and you see these big metal robots locking into anybody that's not inside of their home past curfew. That that is a a little bit you know more. <laughs> I guess, conspiracy theorist way of thinking about it, but the world's a weird place right now. We have a lot of things going on that every time you turn on the news, you're like, is that even possible? <laughs> you, you feel it's like the world impresses you every single damn day. You, you just, you're like, why are you doing that? You see, it, like headline news, da 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 da, you know, runs his car into a, a pole purposefully. And it's like just random things like that. I'm just making things up. But it's just like artificial intelligence can help us out with figuring a lot of things that the human mind can't compute, which is going to be awesome. Because if you have problems, just like I do on Chat GPT, I'll type in these kinds of issues I'm having and writing it out saying, how would you do X, Y, and Z? And what are three solutions? You click enter. It starts to think. And it spits out something that it's like, okay, that actually makes perfect sense. I And if people start to use this power that is now becoming given to the general public, a lot of good things can happen. Because if you have it where questions arise and you don't have time to talk to some certain people, this will be the best way to have it where the questions become answered and it's only going to get better the more that the... Uh, AI starts to learn from inputs from people. Every time you're inputting something and and it shoots something back to you, it's learning just incrementally every single time, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. That's what I like to have it where I keep a positive mindset about it, saying, okay, how can I utilize this for better and make it where I'm benefiting from the kind of artificial intelligence that's coming out now? The more that comes out, I feel like the easier and more user friendly it's going to be. Just like the iPhone when it came out, it was very user friendly. You have the buttons on there like phone. You know, you just click it. You phone, text, um, internet for Safari. It has to be more user friendly. And in the the way that our generation, I'm a millennial, and once our generation gets older and older and older, we grew up on technology where the baby boomers, a lot of times when you try to show them different kinds of technology, they're a little bit scared, like, oh, I don't know how to use this. Actually, but a lot of the boomers now, they have it where they're getting on like, you know, the computer and, and being able to do a lot of different things that maybe a couple of years ago would be way above their their level, you know, and in, in different fashions, you know, maybe like the chat GPT thing, a lot of people are now using that to have it where it helps them solve problems. And I feel like it's not hard for somebody to just type in a question and have it where the AI kicks out a solution, potential solution for you. So with that being said there, I mean, this is going to wrap it up uh, for right now. The next episode, because uh, I, I was thinking right now, a lot of people are, are going through some, some Real issues right now. It's uh, weird right now with the economy. Uh, A lot of people are having it where they're facing weird times with their employment. Uh, I just want to say that uh, we need to take care of our mental health in these times because there's a lot of people that may not have someone to talk to. But here at the Observation Station, I just want to have it where we can join with you as the listener and me as the host. Just give a little bit of additional value to your day and always. Love that you guys stuck to the end of the podcast. Glad to have it where this channel is getting bigger and bigger. I'm, I'm choosing to have more and more topics that just expand the people's uh, mind and delivers a different uh, way of thinking so that the observation station still has a lot of fresh angles for you guys to listen to. So that being said, you guys enjoy yourself a fine weekend. Don't have too much fun. And from there, I will see you next time
0: been listening to the observation station we find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious we hope you've enjoyed the show we know we had a blast make sure to like rate and review and be sure to tell a friend about the show that would help too see you next time on the observation station